I don't know about y'all, but my heart is still racing after the latest candidate challenge. After those performances, I'd let any of them bang my gavel. But only one can become your next city council member. So let's check in on the results from our latest audience poll. The PTA remains the candidate to beat this election, climbing to 16% in the fan rankings. The Amalgam clearly understood the assignment so far, turning in a solid performance on the group pool project and floating above the fray as other candidates get chippy. School may be out, but class is in session. While they might have been pals in the pool, Solar appears to be the PTA's biggest obstacle to joining the council. The Celestial Hunter has climbed back into second place following their impressive showing against the Pool Kraken. Martial prowess may not be the most important part of governing, but their ability to take down Titans has 11% of voters begging the Moonslayer to step on them. Perhaps the most surprising performance in the pool came from bitter rivals Claire Claremont and Mina Redmond, now setting at 10% apiece. Fans are still gushing about the odd couple's impromptu alliance and will-they-won't-they they chemistry, with hashtag steamy teamup and Kalina Redmond both trending on Sploot. There may be trouble in paradise, though, as a new attack ad targeting Mina's secret office romance with bureaucratic Bay Bowie has Claire's fingerprints all over it. Looks like we might have a love triangle on our hands, people. Finally, C-Mac lags behind the rest of the field with just 8% of audience support. The kid phenom continues to consolidate Summer's youth vote, but his lackluster showing at the Forsaken Pool has fans worried about his ability to govern a town unmoored from space and time. And time is running out for the Wunderkind to turn things around. Voting begins in just a few short days. I'm Savannah, and stay tuned for more Surreality TV's Candidate Survivor. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I'm Quinn, your GM. With me today are Hannah. Hi, I'm Hannah, and I play Max the Paradox. Brilliant work, Quinn. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Tio. Well, hello, my name is Tio, and I play Claire Claremont, the Forgotten Vessel. And Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle. I play Duncan Oliver the Vox with two X's. Three X's. Ooh. Vox. 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 <laughs> the radio somewhere nights. Mm. Nights. <laughs> Sorry, all that Savannah stuff. <laughs> it's corrupting you it's really bad (laughs) and good and bad and good so we're going to pick up in the aftermath of the second challenge put on by savannah and the producers the deadliest catch claire you performed quite admirably you teaming up with mina managed to free three of the constituents and you know it shows in the polls you're in a functional three-way tie for second place basically behind the pta with c-mac unfortunately uh, you're erstwhile are you still allies i'm not sure uh but you're you're once and perhaps future ally c-mac lagging behind we are entering now into another campaign phase which means it is some free time for you all to kind of do what you want to either support claire's campaign or accomplish other goals that you have in town so what would you all like to do I'm going to put it to you all. Who would like to go first? Oh, that's the, been the ploy all along. <laughs> the real tricky, ploy was the friends we ployed along the ploy. You three, what do you want to do? It's a very dad move, Quinn. I'm so <laughs> impressed. It's like, well, what Thank do you. you think the answer should be? You know, mm-hmm. it's one of those. Two. two. It's always two. Two. C. It's always C. Statistically speaking, on yeah. multiple choice, it's always C. Are we doing nominations? I nominate Kyle. Is there a second? Second. <laughs> All right, Kyle, you're going. No, now we have to vote. Two against one. Well, it's the done. Votes made. I vote for Kyle. Oh, I vote damn, for Kyle. Damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
two it is. The eyes have it. Motion carries. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I'm cutting all of it. No, <laughs> no. No, Ian, leave it in. All right, in fine. our democracy arc, Quinn. Yeah, come on. If you haven't noticed, <laughs> it's not really a democracy arc. It's a reality TV show arc. In our spookocracy arc? <laughs> it's, it's spookocracy. It's absolutely a commentary on our current system, as is everything that Quinn does with our with our show. Every arc in this, except the bus arc, that wasn't really a color commentary, except the importance of public transit. Yeah, there we go. The whole thing, literally the whole thing. That's our secret. <laughs> it's our very ill-kept secret. Look, we all, yep. we all need ways to let out and express ourselves, so, you know. Oh, I was going to mm-hmm. say earlier, splash tag. What? For, instead of what? Hash, for instead of hashtag on sploot. Oh, splash tag! Oh my god, that's so good. That is I might have to re-record. Wow, that. Kyle, that's, I'm that's, no, because then I'm you won't get credit. No, Kyle gets credit for splash tag. It's very good, and we're keeping it in. I won't go back and you go. No, you go back, but you interrupt the recording and say <clears throat> splash tag tm tm tm. I interrupt this broadcast to bring you a special announcement. Kyle has come up with an excellent name for hashtags on Sploot, and it is Splash Tags. This has been, as always, your host, Quinn Majeski. Thank you. And then nice. that's our bumper for Instagram, and then everyone will definitely listen to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, oh, man, what a great, what a great idea. Okay. Anyways. So we uh, voted for Kyle. So, <laughs> so, Duncan, you have two things that you would like to do. Yes. What are um, said things? So Duncan's goals here in this campaign phase, one is just to do some good old-fashioned door-to-dooring. Duncan has great reputation with the community, and while he has managed to secure an endorsement from giant Jeremy Dunlap and then did some of his own investigation stuff, he hasn't really leveraged his reputation amongst the community to kind of try to sway a swath of voters directly. So that's kind of the first thing that he would like to do directly related to Claire's campaign. The second thing that he would like to try to prepare for is... The end of this election, there will be somebody at the bottom, probably, and the council has threatened to expel them into the screaming fog. And Duncan doesn't like that idea of somebody getting Fair. just sent to the screaming <laughs> fog. So he's got a little idea and a plan that he probably needs quite a bit of help with of trying to smuggle somebody away from the council's grasp, whether that's trying to make some fake screaming fog to fake, not death, maybe. But fake fog them and get them to disappear or just like before they're taken, smuggle them out. This probably involves some back alley shenanigans. Both of those are very good. I've been sort of in the and I don't know if I've said this really on mic. Maybe I should make it clear. You know, during the campaign phase, I'm assuming you all are doing kind of normal, ordinary campaign stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, like doorbelling, talking to voters at Mm -hmm. farmers markets or whatever. But. If you want to go out and try to do something like extra special, like really put in an effort Mm -hmm. to rally the community, Mm -hmm. we can definitely do that. What does that look like? I suppose maybe if if it's an extra effort to rally the community, that would probably be something like a camp hosting a campaign event as as Duncan, which maybe leads into what one of my co-podcasters plans are. So if I've got two things to do, I could just be there to throw influence or try to get people to go to it. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. Because Claire, we talked a little bit off mic. You have an idea for an event. Yes, I want to throw a block party. 
It will, of course, include booths for all of my merchandise. Naturally. Obviously. And you do have to pay for everything in ClaireCoin at the block party. However, it will also serve as a wonderful place for the community to get to know more about me. There's Mm -hmm. going to be a live band, one of the best in town. There will be a dart game where you can see how well you can aim and hit our mysterious, omnipotent city council. And there's a pin the city council election on Claire. Pin the tail on the donkey. That one is a work in progress. We're figuring it out. But it's more or less you take a Claire button and you pin it on a a friend who has yet to vote for Claire. It's a little bit of a metaphorical leap, but you get points for doing it. Okay, cool. So, Duncan, you want to try to really turn people out for this event? Really drum up some excitement about it? Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. If we're kind of generally doing like our door-to-door hours anyways... That seems like a a good use of Duncan's specific talents. Also, just going door to door is either a long slew of Quinn invent a bunch of NPCs so that I can say Claire's great to, or I could dice roll. (laughs) Yeah, which I think I am going to have you roll some dice for this because we're talking about this as being kind of above and beyond the regular doorbelling, which I don't want to invent a bunch of NPCs for you to make a canned speech to. That's bad audio. It's bad audio until we get a solar. (laughs) You're just gonna run through NPCs. Game changer. Yeah, what? Not skip, skip, skip. Come up with an interesting. Come with a good idea. Skip. Trees. Trees. Swipe. Trees. Swipe. Trees. Swipe. Swipe. Trees. 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 Why don't you give me a call for aid with community? Sure. One of community's resources is strength in numbers. That's literally this. Mm-hmm. I have plenty of integrity, but I don't think I need to use it for this. What's that like? <laughs> it's not bad, honestly. You spent all yours just owning the pool kraken, or I suppose yeah. avoiding being destroyed. You by did it. a lot of bile-related stuff. Oh, I just mean, what's it like having integrity? Claire's curious. Oh, oh the word. Oh. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The world may never know. I'll let, I'll let you know. Hopefully. All right, seven on the dice, and that's plus two, so that would be nine. So on a hit, they'll provide you what you need in exchange for a debt. On a seven to nine, they either demand payment up front or only have a lesser version of what you need. I think this is a lesser version in that mm-hmm. maybe you don't draw quite the turnout that you had hoped or, or maybe that you know you could have achieved. There's some people who are, I think, probably firmly in the PTA's camp. And while I think they're intrigued by what sort of funhouse mirror shenanigan apocalypse Claire will throw as a block party, mm-hmm. they're not entirely willing to show up. But you still you you get a, a decent number of people and you know that the block party is not going to be a bust and it might even be a solid hit depending on what other factions decide to do. It's almost um, existentially threatening to Duncan that a radio call out to the community would be underrepresented, <laughs> have a low turnout. It's community radio. Are you doing this via radio? No, I don't think so. I think Sebastian and Duncan have made an agreement that the radio is for nonpartisan election updates or sponsored ads. Yeah, and Savannah, if you will recall, part of her role is actually to make sure that WSOM is not favoring candidates as the effectively the town's only source of press. (laughs) And the fact that she came out of the ancient cornerstone of WSOM is uh, concerning. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like flyers. It's like Duncan is maybe like third on the bylines for the block party. Yeah. Local radio personality, Duncan Oliver. It's a performance by Duncan Oliver. (laughs) Cool. Okay. 
So let's talk about the other thing that you would like to do. Yes. Duncan doesn't want anybody to be taken by the screaming fog. Fair. And the city council has threatened to do something to do that exact thing. So Duncan would really like to, before the end of this election, try to get a plan in motion to whoever loses to kind of smuggle them away from the council's foggy grasp. What is your plan for doing that? So I know that the back alley is already well hidden. People come and go, but it's generally out of council purview for the most part. That's how it operates. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that, you know, they could send agents to go and find somebody who they know is there. But I think Duncan is leaning in that direction. Like maybe there's a part of the back alley that is the back alley of the back alley. So he's going to go ask his friend in the back alley, which is probably Jackie. Sounds like you need to gather a little bit of information. So yes. You want to go talk to Jackie? I'd love to go talk to Jackie. Give me a gather information roll with Underbelly. Underbelly. I've got a plus one to Underbelly. Ooh. Well, it's a seven plus one is an eight. On a seven to nine, you learn something interesting, but it's up to you to make it useful. It takes you a little bit, but you find an entrance to the back alley. And uh, after some wandering and getting lost and getting found and getting lost again, <laughs> uh, you reach the market. It's a humdrum of activity. You know, things are, are bustling as they almost always are, although in their furtive, secretive, somewhat illicit way. And you wander back to Jackie's stall. Duncan, hey, how's it going? It's good, good, to, good to see you. Oh, my God. I feel like it's been days in here. Is time kind of strange here in the back alley i got lost a lot i mean i can't say for sure it does seem like it uh, you know sometimes but uh no real definitive proof ask max maybe she's yeah with the, the timey why me mm. that's uh it's kind of her domain I keep forgetting that she's into that well suffice to say i'm extremely relieved to finally find you yeah it's good to see you what what can i uh what can i do for you it's good to see you too you say a lot of things get kind of lost here in the back alley Oh, I mean, like, perpetually, constantly, all the time. And then sometimes uh, people find them. Mm. And then sometimes those people sell them ah, for a profit. Of course. Other times they get lost and never found again. Do you ever deal with, uh, with taxes on those profits? I feel like we've been through this before. No. Great. You run a, a shop, a stall here. Do you uh, deal with the council at all? Does council come knocking on your door? <laughs> I haven't seen a code compliance officer down here in uh, at least a couple of years. If they can find it, they usually don't bother coming. This is all good to hear. I presume you and many of the, the good shopkeeps here are the, the people to go to if you want to find specific things and items. Is that right? I aim to serve as long as you got the pogs. Is there a, perchance, any particular person that I might go to if I wanted to lose something? If you wanted to lose something? Like what? I mean, if you just like toss it down an alleyway or sewer grate, uh, depending on the size. Uh, the Forsaken Pool, uh, you throw something in there, it's, it's pretty well gone. Those are all good ideas, but uh, there still seems like the chance that someone might stumble across the thing I'm trying to lose. I'm, I'm trying to uh, maybe hide away, stow, particularly from the council's clutches. And Duncan is like thumbing the lapels of his jacket very furtively and he's trying to be super discreet glancing back glancing back and forth jackie smiles oh <laughs> duncan listen i mean almost anybody here will hide you from the council or their uh 
you know, they're code compliance officers. You don't need to worry about that. But uh, if you're looking to really, really lose something or really get lost in the back alley, I think what you're looking for is the heart. That sounds achievable. Well, don't get too big for your britches, that champ. Uh, The heart of the back alley is uh, almost a legend. Might not even be real, although you'll find plenty of people here who say they've found it, if only for uh, a time before leaving. You know, it's supposed to be a place of absolute solitude and secrecy. A cloister of the city that that surrounds you and and keeps you safe. But, uh, like I said, it's almost apocryphal. I've never been there. And I've been a lot of places, Duncan, I promise you. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. That sounds very promising. I can trust you, right, Jackie? We've been through a thing or two. Yeah, of course. You're not a fan of the, of the council as it stands? <laughs> nah. I, I check for drones flying about. No. Great. Have you been following this election season, Jackie? Uh, not, not terribly. Uh, you know, Max came and talked to me about it. She said, Claire was running. I said, best of luck. I told her she's got my endorsement, whatever it counts for, but, uh, I don't really think it matters much who's part of the council, frankly. Fair. And I'm, to be perfectly honest, I don't think we entirely care who's on the top of this election board. What concerns me, I'm sure you remember and have heard what the council has planned for whoever loses this election. Oh yeah. They're going to, you know, toss them out for the fog. Pretty standard. Standard or no, it seems like a, a shame, and a, I'd prefer to keep the number of our community getting booted into the screaming fog as close to zero as possible. That's fair. That's, uh, that's nice and noble of you. Kind of your, your whole thing, right? Well, you're looking to hide someone. We're looking to heist someone. Ooh. Aww. Heist, you say? Interesting. It wouldn't really do to tell the candidates that they have this out might tip our hand. Are you in for a little heisting, Jackie? Duncan, I love a good heist. I'm thinking about a couple as we speak, actually. But Mm -hmm. uh, I'm happy to add this one to my list. That's good to hear. So here's the plan. (laughs) We got to find a real bendy person. Who can fit in a small box. We need a cyber expert. And probably somebody who can, I don't know, be good at blowing stuff up. Every team's got someone that's good at blowing stuff up. And someone who knows how keys work. You need somebody who's disguises? Did you say disguises? Oh, disguises. Yes, we need someone with fake noses in a box. (laughs) (laughs) What do you bring to this team? Oh, I have. (laughs) And they they pull out a shoebox and they open it up and it's just fake noses. You, you're hired. (laughs) (laughs) You know you're wearing a disguise, I see. Real noses? Oh, God. <laughs> so the result of your seven to nine, yeah. interesting, but it's up to you to make it useful, mm-hmm. is the existence of the heart of the back alley. Yes. It is a sanctuary, if you can find it. Right. And Jackie has given you a little bit of intel. People claim to have been there. It seems like maybe they've gotten there when they really needed it. So maybe there's like an element of necessity. Mm-hmm. But very few people can speak to anything concrete about it. Not surprising given that it's in the back alley and things change here all the time. But that's your mixed success on gather information. Gotcha. So if you would like Jackie to help with other things, let's talk it through. Yeah. So I think in Duncan's mind, he doesn't want to inform the candidates because 
he thinks that would tip the hand and someone would catch on that like ah there's a plan to not go into the screaming fog and it would get wrecked but a kind of way of like i'm sure there's a ceremony announcing the winner and in that ceremony will be this public execution of a screaming fog exile and so we're looking for in that moment being able to like smoke bomb distraction grab that person and get them away now i don't know if that's immediately going to the heart of the back alley because nobody seems to know where that is but maybe there's a temporary safe house in the back alley that they can go to while we then find the heart i mean jackie told you basically like anyone here will provide shelter to someone who wants to avoid the council yeah perfect there's kind of an unofficial detente, I suppose, between the council and the back alley, bureaucracy and underbelly. City bureaucracy can't really reach too far into the back alley, mm-hmm. but they haven't tried very hard for a while, and nobody's entirely sure what would happen if they tried really hard. Yeah, fair. But as for the disappearing act... Jackie, I think I know the perfect job for you. I presume, and, and again, don't worry... I'm sure I'll get perfect information on this by the time it happens. But I'm sure there's a ceremony. Savannah is all about pomp and circumstance. I'm sure there will be a ceremony announcing the winner and a ceremony exiling the loser. They may be the same. They may be right after each other. But that would be our moment to act. As soon as we know who the loser is, we can snatch them and spirit them away and... You, as an expert in this place and its entrances and exits, I think would be a great getaway driver. Duncan, give me another call for aid roll. Jackie would be, you know, putting her her neck out a little bit doing this. Yeah. Especially if she's going to be outside of the back alley. So give me a call for aid. Plus one from Underbelly. That'll be good. Oh, it's good. It's an 11 on the dice. Plus one is 12. I speak in her language. On a hit, they will provide what you need in exchange for a debt. Yeah. All right, Duncan, here's the deal. You've got a heist. I've got a heist. You help me with my heist, and I'll help you with your heist. Duncan. Sorry, we were talking about heists. I got. No, it's okay. I love good heist music. It's good, but. It's already, it's just running. We're doing like a a thing here. Like we have like a conversation, negotiation. Uh, Yes, of course. Uh, A heist, heist for a heist. It, It only seems fair. Do I get to uh, give me a little tease on where we're heisting? Oh, yeah, because mine's going first. Just goes first. Because mine's happening on election eve. Oh, oh double high. Because we're going to break in <laughs> to the Department of Licensing. Okay. Whoa. Max. Yes. What are you up to? You know, rallying my fellow, I don't want to say my fellow criminals, because Max isn't a criminal. She's just a, takes advantage of time travel for, you know, financial gain. And is that really a crime? I don't think so. Not yet, (laughs) at least. Uh, Maybe sometime in the future or the past, but uh, not in this timeline. That day is not this day. Yep. So rallying people to Claire's cause was uh, very draining. And also Max does not like squids. <laughs> <laughs> she has handed off. She and Claire had a little sit down about what she needs to achieve for Claire's next event and said that she will be back 
but she just needs a little downtime. And so Max is, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see what kind of things you have set up for Max. But I do know that Jackie at some point wants to break into the Department of Licensing. And then she's also still got that photo of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious where you are, like, what are you doing to relax right now? Oh, you mean not like mentally, where am I at? You mean like physically, literally? Where I do. I yeah, indeed, I do mean physically. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm glad I spent five minutes Although I appreciate, about- <laughs> no, this is good. It's good to sort of understand the Max mindset. Yes. Okay. Max has gone to Normal Brewing Company for, okay. you know, a, a spiced cider. That's what she wants. I don't know if they have it there, but that's what she, that's what she wants. Normal Brewing historically has only had one beer, the normal mm-hmm. beer. But, you know, in the last week or two, Jeremy's really been branching out. Wow. He's, uh, <laughs> there's stouts, there's lagers, there's mead. And indeed, there is a spiced cider for you, Max. All right. I'm having one spiced cider and I'm rooting around in my pockets for like, okay, I got like a handful of pogs. Pat my pants down the way you do and like, okay, you you know, where's your money? Uh, she pulls out a, a bunch of seeds, you know, maybe, maybe they'll take payment in seeds. She has one gold ingot, which seems like a lot of money for uh, spice cider, but she does have, oh, uh, several uncut diamonds are, are in her pockets. So she could pay with that. She's got a variety of options to consider. Yes, I'm having a normal spice cider at a normal brewing company on a normal day. (laughs) Giant Jeremy Dunlap has a pair of, they're like steampunk goggles and they have a bunch of different lenses that you can use to see. Like I think like gem cutters use them. Uh Um, He has a big pair of those and he's leaned down to the till to like process your transaction. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, yes. Alarming, but functional. Yeah, so you get your spice cider and you you know have a seat in one of the booths. And not too long after you enter, one of Jackie's toy soldiers in a courier uniform enters into normal brewing, marches up to where you are, and presents a, a package, like they're delivering letters in the, the midst of a war. Oh, <laughs> thanks, little buddy. I take it from him. Am I expected to tip you? It shakes its head no. Okay, all right, okay. It salutes and then leaves. Yep, I'm, and thank you for your service. How big is this package? What are we talking about here? Not terribly large. Like an envelope or like an actual package? Yeah, it's just a letter. Okay, so I'm not, I shouldn't shake it. You can, but nothing happens. Okay. For comedic effect, I do shake it. Uh, Incredible. And then it says to Max, is there any kind of return address or anything like that on it? No. Oh. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. And that just look, I just safety is important. Okay. I open it up and I take a look at what's inside. It is a letter from Jackie asking oh. you to meet her in the back alley market as soon as possible. The end just says it's on. Okay. I finished my cider. I've paid for it with whatever Jeremy wants, be it birdseed or pogs or tiny piece of an uncut gem and then i leave and i make my way to the back alley when you arrive at jackie's stall Mm -hmm. you see it is once again manned by a small contingent of toy soldiers right and they beckon you to the back where you see jackie duncan Mm. and gitzes oh anyways jackie so i want to keep all this on the dow hey max hi hey max Hey. Hey, Max. Hey, Gitzes. Hi, Jackie. Uh, Gitzes, how's the buzz? It's doing good. I still haven't been able to time travel, but I'm thinking that maybe it's just a you thing. Entirely possible. Uh, Jackie, I got a, I got something from you. 
Here I am. Max, it's time. We're we're doing this. We're do we're doing the we're doing, we're doing the it. Oh, oh 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 oh! Max is like rubbing her hands. Wait, wait, with these two? Yep. Hello. Gets his <laughs> yes. Duncan. Yes. What do you add to the equation? Is there a more lovable face in all of somewhere? I'm the smooth talker. Boom, 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 boom. He's the face of the operation. He's the. That's what I was thinking. Plus, as I recall, Max, at one point you told me that you and Duncan already tried to break into City Hall once. We did. Well, that puts the two of you a step ahead of almost everyone else in town. It didn't work out. I'll just let you know. It didn't. Yes, yeah, to say it didn't work out. So really, that means we're actually a step behind everybody else. If you're. It didn't work out it. last time, but last time, you didn't have me. It's very true. This is this is true. Or Gitz's. Duncan? Hmm? How good are you at lying? I'm great at lying. Are you? Yes. Okay. And that's not a lie. That's not okay. Alright. <laughs> okay. That part's the truth, which I'm also I'm excellent at telling the truth. Yeah, you're better at telling the truth, but you're still pretty good at lying also. <laughs> lying is kind of like telling the truth, but you're wrong. <laughs> so uh, that is Certainly one way of defining what a lie is. Listen, they both map to the same natural ability. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Jackie, is he going in as Duncan or are we doing? Ooh, do you have fake noses? Just gets as you want to show him. <gasps> do you have fake noses? And gets as produces a pair of outfits. They are kind of yuppie, little uh -huh. upper middle class, yeah. little bougie. Yep. They are a little wet. They're still drying out. Okay. Uh, these are two of the articles of clothing worn by fallen PTA members. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It appears that Jackie fished them out of the Forsaken Pool. It all leads oh, back to here. Oh, Jackie. Hey, it's my size. Yeah, you have a, a remarkably PTA sort of frame. I think it's going to really work <laughs> really nicely for you, Duncan. I'll try to take that as a compliment. You said these are two outfits or just the one for Duncan? Two. We're going to have to practice talking at the same time. Hold up. Max, Max, that clears your throat and goes, <clears throat> I pay your I salary. Play the, the My salary. taxes My go taxes to. go to. <laughs> this is not your how my tax dollars should be spent. <laughs> I want to speak to your manager right now. And I look at Jackie and I go, huh? The content's great. You two practice the synchronization and uh, 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 it'll be great. We got like a couple days. So here's the plan. All right. I've been uh, subtly in the same location as Savannah as much as possible since she got in. And uh, I overheard this last challenge is going to be at City Hall. Ooh. Oh. Makes sense. Uh -huh. Which means the crowd's going to be there or at least outside of it. And all the candidates are going to be in there, including the PTA. Ah. Now, nobody really knows who all exactly is part of the PTA, except the PTA. Right. right. But I'm willing to bet that a pair of disguises will get you pretty far without too many questions. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think uh, I would advise us to not pretend to be with the PTA when they're competing. We're just like off doing our thing. Because we don't want them to figure out that we're not, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. 
So we'll gotta we gotta distract them too, although probably they'll be distracted by whatever the challenge is. Probably. And Jackie, the clothes are great, but there's a number of people there in the bureaucracy who recognize my face pretty well. Hmm. You got any uh fake noses? Well, you want like a like a fake mustache? That could probably get me pretty far. Because I can get you a fake mustache. Mm-hmm. What about a fake nose? You know, when people look at faces, the nose is really like a the keystone of the identification. If you want a fake nose, I can get you a fake nose. Yes. You can throw in the mustache too. <laughs> Help cover the Yeah, we'll, we'll get you a disguise, Duncan. Don't worry about that. Try to avoid the parking enforcement. But uh, as for the rest of the PTA, I've got a strategy for that too. There's going to be a lot of attention at the, the entrance and probably the, the lobby. So mm-hmm. we're... Uh, we're going to go in a different way. Oh. Oh? We're going in through the abandoned parking garage. From below. Mm-hmm. Oh. Recent new entrance. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Max is intrigued. Perhaps looking forward to this a little bit? Ed gets us take a little bit of a break from the bus to uh, track down one of the fleet vehicles. And at this moment that you hear a revving and kind of a, a thrashing sound Jackie, from somewhere. What did you do, Jackie? Jackie. You know, we just, I mean, Gitzes did it, really. We gets as you can see, kind of blushes, kind of like a weird pink color. Uh-huh. It has kind of a weird effect on her skin. And Jackie says, Gitzes managed to um, entice one of them away from the fleet. Just got a, a little protective harness on it. And uh, who's going to look too closely if someone is behind the wheel of a feral fleet vehicle, especially one that's headed back to the garage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gets us. Wow. I'm impressed. Thanks, Max. Kind of have a way with motor vehicles. Yeah, you sure do. So we're, we're going to take a we're going to take a ride in the in the fleet vehicle. Mm. Mm. Jackie, this is a very good plan. Thank you. Got one question, Jackie. What do you got? We're sticking our necks out for you here. Last time we did break into City Hall, it didn't go well, and we barely made out of there with our skins. Literally. What are we risking it all for? So I told you that I wanted to break into the Department of Licensing, which is technically true. Mm-hmm. But what I really want is the subdivision of the Department of Licensing. The Department of Unlicensing where every confiscated good that the bureaucracy has taken, including a fair few of mine, is stored. Okay, the evidence locker. You got it. I presume there's something specifically important that we're looking for. I mean, I trust you all to snag some good stuff. Max, I know you've got an eye for it, but there is one thing that I would really like to get my hands on. Somewhere in the Department of Unlicensing is the Metronome of Perfect Time. Oh. Hey folks, Quinn here. Thanks for tuning in to episode 26 of Monster Hour Absurdia. If you thought a new season and a new game meant we wouldn't be doing an elaborate heist at a government building, you were mistaken. I've got a bunch of thank yous this week, so buckle in. First, as always, thank you to everyone who's been helping spread the word about the show by leaving us a rating and review, giving us a shout on social media, and recommending the show to a friend. 
I also want to give a big and overdue thank you to the wonderful and talented folks who have added their voices to the PTA zeitgeist over the past several episodes. Johnny and Lauren from the Monsters Playbook, and Ian and Katie from Shimmering Crits. Finally, a special shout out this week to the newest member of WSOM's Eternal Pledge Drive, Anthony Stanley. Thank you to all of our patrons for supporting the show and helping us bring you awesome bonus content. I am in the process of moving right now. Uh, If my audio sounds weird, that is why. But between shuttling loads of boxes, I am furiously editing part two of Dead Deer Mountain, our Monster of the Week one-shot with Hannah in the Keeper seat. If you're interested, you know the deal. Patreon.com slash MonsterHour or follow the link in the show notes. I am also incredibly excited to announce that thanks to the generous support of our patrons, we are starting to add transcripts to our episodes. This is something we've wanted to do for a while now to make our show more accessible, and we are so excited to have the resources to bring a professional transcriptionist on board. We are starting with our first season, just because that's where most folks start the show, but we'll continue working to close the gap to our current season. To that end, we are also committing any money that we bring in in advertising, like the ad that you heard last week, to getting caught up with our release schedule. Speaking of which, I'm going to turn it over to Claire Claremont with a message from our sponsors. Hey, Claregans, and soon-to-be Claregans. It's me, Claire Claremont, here with one of my exclusive recs. If you're like me, you drink a truly dangerous amount of what giant Jeremy Dunlap promises me is coffee. But lately, with my campaign schedule, things have, um, progressed. So I'm trying to cut back on my caffeine, and I've found Magic Mind, an energy drink that is so yummy and useful, it has replaced my afternoon coffee, which means I sleep through the screaming fog so that I can be more focused on what my future constituents need. That's you. So right now, Claregans, go to magicmind.com slash monster hour and get up to 50% off your subscription for the next 10 days with my code monster hour. Praise me. That's all we have for you this week, dear listeners. Tune in June 27th for the next broadcast of WSOM Radio Somewhere. Claire Claremont. Yes? You're throwing a block party. I am. Tell me about your block party. My block party spans, I would say, eight or nine streets. Whoa. Of Main Street. (laughs) Quite large. A lot of products. Yeah. I have so many products, Quinn. Here, why don't we make the rest of this episode me listing all the products? You list products and Quinn lists NPCs for us to talk to. Oh, yeah, no, let's not call each other's bluff on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Hannah, Hannah and I can sit here and swipe right or left on all. <laughs> I have a whole list of pre-existing NPCs I can call on. Yeah. This is some sort of, like, D&D role-playing battle royale kind of thing, right? <laughs> you go, now you go, now you go. It's like a staring you contest. Yeah. Your improv <laughs> bullshit versus my list of NPCs. <laughs> Ah, who and I say out. improv bullshit with the the most right. loving love. Oh, yes, because yes. your ability to create random <laughs> fucking products is incredible. Yep, <laughs> we are all we are all on our improv bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> well, welcome to Monster Hour, our improv bullshit. Splash tag um, improv bullshit. Yeah, splash okay. tag. So it is about <laughs> eight to nine blocks. It is covered in booths 
selling everything. You know how like back in the day at malls, they would have those kiosk things that would be a map that would tell you where you are. There is like one of those every block or so, but it doesn't tell you where you are. It tells you where you should go based on how many Claire coins you have left uh, in order to maximize your spending ability Mm -hmm. naturally. There's also a band, which I'm not going to take credit for this because I did not make it up. But Kyle, off mic, came up with an incredible band name. Would you like to say it? Clouds in the ground, baby. Clouds in the ground. (laughs) Amazing. Throwback. Clouds in the ground are... It's just a good band name. (laughs) Are playing on a main stage. You know, there's darts. There's all the other things. But the station that I think Claire is currently at and spending a lot of her time at is the sidewalk chalk area. And essentially this is, you know, somewhere Claire Claremont sidewalk chalk. And what you do with it is it's vision boarding. And as you start, and you're about to tell me that I'm doing some magic bullshit that I can't. So hold that in. Just hold that in, Quinn. Just hear me out. I'm listening. When a constituent picks up the chalk and starts drawing with it, their true desires come out. So like what they end up drawing on the sidewalk is what they actually want, what they envision for their life. It's a sidewalk chalk painting, but of what they want their Mm. life to be. So its intended use is for vision boarding because Claire has her own version of the secret, TM, TM, TM. And this is part of that group of products. But she's repurposing it in this scenario to say, like, what do you want out of your town if I were on city council? Like, what would you want me to do for you? I have a pitch. Sure. The person who could very easily help you make this a reality is C-Mac. Oh, right, because of the spray. Oh, yeah, your yeah. alliance. Perhaps y'all are doing some joint campaigning. Oh. Sure. Oh. Sure. Makes sense. I'm okay Imagine with a better that. somewhere. Imagine a better somewhere. Imagine a somewhat better somewhere. <laughs> it's important not to overpromise. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Anything else about your block party that you want to establish here? Yes. Presumably Savannah is attending? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, she's there with at least one of her co-producers. The co-producers are the drones. Yes. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) So while everyone else has been suspicious of Savannah from the get-go because, like, what, how, why... Claire is, was way too self-centered to pay any real attention to Savannah as a villain or potential problem. But now, after this last challenge, Claire has her eyes set on Savannah. So she kind of wants to use the cover of this whole event to try to do some reconnaissance on Savannah, essentially. Did you throw a whole party just to talk to some girl? I mean, (laughs) a little bit. Look, that's not entirely out of the realm of Claire's normal going about. Claire has to throw a whole party to do anything. Yeah, that's true. Well, Claire just decides if I have to do something, I might as well throw a party and sell some merch. Might as well be a party. Yeah, sell some product. Always be marketing. Yeah, exactly. She would love to see Savannah try out the chalk, although she's quite sure that it won't work on Savannah the same way. But either way, she wants to chat Savannah up. She wants to, yeah, she wants to get to the bottom of this because something is sus. And Claire, as someone who doesn't care at all about winning city council, is far more intrigued with Savannah at this point. 
Sure. I think Savannah is just walking through the different exhibits. You know, she's pausing to get some like footage. Mm -hmm. She's definitely live splooting on one of the several surreality TV channels. But yeah, she hasn't she hasn't stopped anywhere. So she's just kind of meandering through the block party. I'm going to come up to her with an icy in my hand. Hey, girl, how's it going? So good. You are looking fab. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I learned from the best and I gesture to her. Icy? Yeah, of course. And she takes it and holds it up to her Hollywood movie camera head, and it inexplicably melts into the lens. Okay, all right. So she can consume items. That's mm -hmm. check one off the list. Uh, okay. Claire? Yep, yeah. You okay? Hi. Yep, yep, totally. Um, Your vibes are just like a little, little off right now, girl. Well... I mean, you know how it is. You have to be on all day. That's what campaigning's all about. You know, can I be real with you for a minute? Of course. Can we take our lenses off, if you will? <laughs> Put the shutter on and call it a day. I have been so impressed with the way you are running this election and really, you know, making sure that events are entertaining and consequential. I try my best to make sure that things are just like the most exciting for the fans. Sure, sure. I am curious, you know, I, I you know, my as a, as a small business owner, I'm my own boss. And I, you know, I kind of, I girl decide. Boss. Yes. Hashtag. Um, splash tag. Um, Excuse me. Splash tag girl <laughs> boss. Splash tag girl boss. Splash tag girl question mark boss. But I've always been a self-motivated person. That's part of why I'm running for council. I turn and I look to one of the drones as I say that. Um, oh, yeah. It's clearly capturing this for like studio footage. 100%. But with you, with all this great work you're doing, what propels you? What motivates you? Who are you answering to? And are they praising you enough for your great work? Wow. It's been a long time since someone asked me that question. Well, I'm just like a content creator, Claire. I just want to make sure that people are like enjoying themselves and having the best time, especially with these like elections. They're so stodgy and boring. I mean, like we have so much good content on Surreality TV. So I'm just trying to like keep it light and keep it fun, you know? Yeah. I mean, how does this one compare to the last election that you ran? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm trying to decide if I should make you roll something. And if so, what I should make you mm. roll. <laughs> Why don't you give me a gather information roll? All righty. With entropy. Nice. Okay. Every time we roll, I forget how to roll. Entropy is plus two for me. And now I roll two dice. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a seven by the skin of my teeth. <laughs> All right. On a seven to nine, you learn something interesting, but it's up to you to make it useful. Savannah just starts immediately talking. She's like, oh, yeah, the last one I ran, you know, is so long ago. I can't forget. So many cycles it was not as exciting as this bigger field, but not as big of personality. It's just like not nearly as fun. I mean, is it awkward seeing that you oversaw the last election where presumably our current council was elected? And now you're proceeding over this one while the council you helped usher in is on looking. Like, isn't that a little awkward? Like, it's a little awkward, right? Because it's the same people, right? That would be so awkward, but that's actually not what happened. <laughs> okay. Yeah, totally. But like, I probably shouldn't say too much more, though, because it's like kind of a secret. I mean, what is hot goss if not the best of secrets? You know what? I'll give you some hot goss that you can't tell the council if you give me some hot goss. 
Give me a sway roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, that is a seven. Oh, wait. Sway, I have circled. That means it's my thingamajig. It's my thingamajig. Fractured, but it's a seven? That is one of your fractured, but on a mixed success, it doesn't really matter. Okay. There's Never no mind. effect for a fractured roll on a mixed success. Sweet. But thank you for remembering. Yes. So on a seven nine, I will choose an option from the list below. They want more than what you're offering. They demand payment up front. They have a better idea for achieving your goal, or they stall and dither for a while. Savannah's camera lens zooms in a little bit and gets close to you and says, okay, I'll tell you what, if your goss is like so good, if it's like the hottest tea, maybe I can tell you more. Hmm. If you give her extremely good gossip, she might reveal a little bit more. Hmm. Okay. If I lie to her, I'm going to have to roll for lying, right? Or do I have to tell her something true? If you're lying, you'll probably have to hoodwink. Well, that's But you don't have to tell her the truth. (laughs) Well... The dice might foretell something else there because hoodwinking is not, surprisingly not, a strong suit of mine. You would think. Don't forget, you are unfathomable. Oh, fuck. I mean, oh, well, we can swear. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's like. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. We can't do what now? <laughs> Every right. episode is explicit, baby. Uh, okay. All right. <clears throat> I look in both directions like this is like, like I want to make sure that no one's around. Yeah, oddly, as you look around, there's like a 15-foot circumference around you where no one is. Okay. Almost like people are subconsciously but supernaturally avoiding the space. Mm. I then, like, look very serious, and I look her straight in the lens, and I say, (laughs) that bit with the screaming fog where I tried to get its endorsement and made a fool of myself... What better way to keep counsel at bay than to make them think that I have lost? But oh, girl, was that a ruse? And then I <laughs> I can do this one of two ways. I can then attempt to do like a flourish with my hand that looks like magical, or I can just make the subtext. I have learned to harness the power of the screaming fog, so I won't be going anywhere. Yeah, give me a hoodwink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely lying. <laughs> Some of the screaming fog goes, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Look, if the screaming fog doesn't directly say anything, then who are they to say that they didn't, you know? Who's harnessing what now? This is why it's important to take hold of the narrative. <laughs> oh, oh, friends. Oh, listeners. Oh, I was about to say lovers. That's not right. Oh, everybody. <laughs> that is an 11. Woo-hoo. Okay. On a 10 plus, they are fooled, at least for the time being. Like Savannah's like leaned in really close to you and is like, oh, oh, girl, you're like already in. Wow. This is happening faster than I thought. Oh, wow. Okay. This is going to be, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a good one. All right. So like you can't tell anyone like super secret swear. Okay. Pinky's out. Yes. Like fabric of reality and all that. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't this cycle. Okay. This election cycle? What wasn't this cycle? I don't know. What what wasn't this cycle? Oh, sorry. I forget. It's so hard. Um it wasn't it wasn't this timeline. Oh. Oh. What wasn't this timeline? How many timelines are there? <laughs> oh god, I don't know. Who can keep track? You know, I barely can keep track of where I put my Claire coins. So, you know, I get it. I get it. By it, you mean when the council was elected or? 
the last election wasn't this cycle. It wasn't this timeline. Oh, uh, got it. Okay, okay. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I think I just kind of chuckle as if like totally, totally in on that joke. That, yeah, that's funny. Just remember, like, don't don't tell anyone because it could it, like, you know, fabric of reality stuff and all that. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, nobody, I'm not going to do anything to mess up my small biz, you know, mm-hmm. splash tag girl boss. My, my bitty biz. <laughs> yeah. ClearCoin is just taking off in this timeline. Like, I'm not going to mess with that, you know. Yeah, totally. Of course. Of Thanks, course. girl. Bye. I got to go. I got to go mingle. You know how it is. But thank you for this chat. Oh, totally. You know, we should do this more often. And then I think I write down my like secret code to use to like DM me on Sploot, to, to SM me on Sploot <laughs> and hand it to her and then like do like kisses and walk away. Mwah, mwah. Her camera lens makes the iPhone camera sound. Yes, I, I assumed as much. I do like a mwah, mwah, ta-ta, darling. Hang in there, girly. You're doing great. Thank you. Thank you. And now the moment I'm turned away from her, my face entirely drops. I'm just like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Claire is rattled, friends. Uh And as she moves away, you notice the crowd sort of reforms around you. Mm -hmm. Okay, Clarigans. How many of you brought someone to pin a Claire pin on for pin the tail on the... We're still workshopping the name. A member of the crowd steps forward. It's a woman in her like mid 50s with like a beehive hairdo. And you recognize her as a member of the PTA. Mm. I, I do. do. I like walk over and put my arm around her. Look at that. Even members of the PTA can come and realize the power of being a Clarigan. You and the PTA walk off to a quiet place or maybe up to the game board. <laughs> sure. And they say to you, Claire, Claremont. PTA person. Good to see you. How are things going? I mean, decent. I feel like it's about to be worse, though. Why? Doesn't have to be. Hmm. I was quite impressed with the work that you did in the Forsaken Pool. It was good stuff. I didn't really expect altruism from you, if I'm being honest. I don't think anybody does. It was a new side of you. Gotta say, didn't hate it. Thank you? It was a compliment, yes. Okay. I have a feeling you're not here just to compliment me, though, on my altruism, which some might also say is a anti-authoritarian streak more than an altruist streak, but go on. When you put out the call for people to gather up money for the Klunkanax, you remember, it wasn't that long ago. Yes, yes, that I then helped defeat and saved everybody. Yeah, I remember. Yes, yes, rest on your laurels. That's great. Quite a few PTA members showed up, and we'd like you to do something for us. You mean besides getting the children back and beating the Klunkanax and saving people in a pool? Go on. Yeah, what would you like? In the next challenge, we want you to destroy Mina Redman. Why? Solar might be, I suppose, in second place by the skin of their teeth. But I think we both know you don't really want to win, which makes Mina our biggest competition. Take her down. And we can have a nice, friendly relationship when we're on the council. The PTA is calling in your debt to community. Oh, oh I, I, okay, mm. got it. So they want you to sabotage Mina in the next challenge to make sure that she doesn't win. They feel that she's their biggest competitor. If you don't want to do that, you need to make a roll to renege. Mm. It's good to clarify what they meant by destroy. 
Y- yes. <laughs> Not like kill, but sabotage. <laughs> Clarify. Clarify. Clar- oh. We've made that joke a couple times. I don't care, and I'll do it again. <laughs> hey, whatever. It's a good one. It's true. It's never not funny. Point of order, you don't have to answer this because I'm not there in the room. If the PTA get on the, they all collectively still just get one vote, or do they just kind of take over the council at that point? Unclear. Unclear. God damn it. Or Anna. is. Unclear. Unclear? <laughs> <laughs> That was fucking good. That was Hannah really good. Hannah is no longer playing Max. <laughs> Hannah is just playing the pun queen yep, for the. Good to do. I love it. Okay, so I look them in the eye and I, I just. <laughs> I mean, sure, I don't really have a problem with that, but I have a bigger question for you. We're listening. Do you really think? That this election matters? Like, do you think that you will be on council? Do you think this is real? I mean, as real as anything here. Okay. When that doesn't happen, because you will win, I'm sure of it. But when you win and nothing or <laughs> something terrible happens to you, come say hello to me. Because I have some alternative plans in place. If all of this is a fraud, we will take you up on that. Yeah. Because mark my words, something will change on council at the end of all this. And I think I like put out my hand to shake their hand. This woman offers her hand out and you shake. Sweet. Cool. As long as you follow through, then your debt community is paid. Woo! Yeah, I don't care. Claire Turnative Plans. Oh my god. Is that anything? It it is. No, it is. That's the bumper. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. It's a pun per. Oh. Oh. Oh.